Let's dive into self-care. So what is self-care? Self-care is you taking care of yourself. As simple as that sounds, it's very not complicated. Your mental health, your body, uh, your mind, it just it's just one of those things where at some point you have to take yourself out of the equation and, and nurture yourself for growth. So what are you doing to ensure that your personal growth and your stability is being taken care of by yourself? During this period of time, you don't ask for others to provide anything for you because this is something you want to do for yourself. That's the whole point of self-care. So let's jump right in with what I do. Me personally, um, I, I really do like taking baths. I don't have a problem with going to a movie alone. I, I will go axe throwing by myself. I, I will do things without anybody else, just me, where I can just release and feel some freedom, a sense of purpose where I'm doing something that I want to do. It's, I don't have to check in with anybody. This is just, hey, this is my time, and I'm going to do this. And This is just something that I expect. If you have a significant other, you would talk to them and, and explain to them that this is something that you need for yourself so that you are able to perform in the manner of parenting, relationship, and even work, you know, because a lot of things uh, get overlooked when it comes to the work environment, you know. So what are you doing? What are you doing at work on your 15-minute lunch, 15-minute uh, break? Or what are you doing for your lunch break, you know, because uh, even in that environment, I um, it's not just me, the guys I work with, you know, we, we go and work out on our lunch break, you know, so... That helps us uh, midday to kind of refocus and, and hit the last uh, two, three hours of work and, and get some good, good results that way. So what are you doing? Now, in terms of parenting, you might be a single parent or um, two-parent household, and I don't know what your dynamics are, but let's just say single household. You you have children, maybe one, two, who knows, three or more. But you create a environment, because this is important. I, I've seen this a lot where one of the parents or the person doesn't feel like they can take care of themselves. And that's not necessarily true. It's just a matter of understanding where your children are in their developmental stage because for me, I start the process early, right? You're nine months old. Let me see how my child interacts with themselves. Okay. One years old. Okay. They're walking. What are they going to get into? Okay, they're not going to be straying away from too much. You can put them, give them an activity to do, and they kind of sustain themselves. You know, two years old. What are they able to do while alone? You know, you, 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 you put them there with some activities, and then you just see how they interact. 
you know, and the, this this will help you out, parents. Okay, this is this is a secret tool. All right, I have several kids, and it, depending on what period of time I, I was in, um, whether I'm alone or with next, they got to see totally different kids whenever they were left home with me because I could go and take a bath, throw the Epsom salt in there, uh, you know, and, and just take a relaxing bath because depending on the ages they were, they understood, okay, if I need that, I come knock on the door, okay, I'll be right out, all right? And you can condition a child to understand, hey, I'm going to go and take a bath. I want you to uh, color in your coloring book. I want you to do X, Y, Z until I get out. All right. And you set that boundary with your child to the point where they understand. They might come up to the door and ask, Daddy, are you done? No, I'm still in here relaxing. Okay. And then they go back to doing what they're doing because it's just a matter of the stage that they're in because you pay attention to them, right? You see where they are. Because I've seen, you know, there's parents, it's like, huh, yeah, there's a, the trash is kind of full over here. Well, I haven't found time to be able to get outside the house or I haven't been able to take a sh shower today because, you know, I, I have to take care of my kid, you know, and it's like, so... You can't take a shower. You can't take care of yourself because you have children. I'm not putting down people who are like this because to get to this level of self-care, you have to be mindful of your circumstances and also mindful of yourself because you want to prioritize yourself over others and there's nothing selfish about taking care of yourself and I think that's the that's where things get kind of convoluted in the message where you you feel guilty for wanting to go get your nails done and this is where communication comes into play when it comes to a partnership right you you talk to those uh, couples who one might take the kids and go do something while the other one uh, gets to relax and uh, do something that they want to do. Maybe read a book, maybe go get their, go get a massage or go get um, a pedicure or something. You know, it's just one of those things where you, you have to talk to each other and explain in a way where the other party understands. Because if you're in a healthy relationship, Talking to that person about you needing some space for yourself, because we all know 24 hours in a day, if both parties are working, they're, I mean, you're pretty much dedicating almost 9, 10 hours to your job. Ideally, you want to be able to dedicate a minimum of five hours to um, sleep. You know, I, ideally, you, you, you really do want to get seven, but realistically, when you're uh, in a home environment, it seems like five hours is now becoming the norm. 
So anything above that, you're winning in life, right? Um, so you want to start allocating your time. So in between that, I don't know, you're making dinners, um, helping the kids with schoolwork, you're helping your partner do chores around the house. So allocate your time wisely so that whether you need it daily, right? Because you might get to a point where, okay, now we put the kids to bed. It's seven, eight o'clock at night. The kids, they're in their nighttime routine. So here's what we can do. You know, I know you probably want to play your video game. I just want to take a bath. Let's set aside this block of time so that, you know, you go do what you want to do. I do what I want to do. The kids are in bed. We're both in the house if anything happens. Uh, so we're going to do this to recharge ourselves for the night, right? Um, and that's something that's, I mean, that's a very simple approach to it. You might get home from work. You, you might need to decompress. You talk to your partner. If you're both you're both there, and you have children, and let's just say if you don't have children, you, I mean you kind of just go about it the way that you would, where uh, you 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 don't have kids, you're in a relationship, you just get home from work, you two cohabitate, so you just hey I just need I just need transition time. Um, give me thirty minutes to an hour to just decompress. I'm going to go do this, and then we can just uh, reconvene and, and kind of transition over to now we're both home, you know. So that communication goes a long way when you're in a relationship and it's just you and your partner. And then when you have kids, uh, they, they might come home from school, and you kind of set them up for that understanding where you guys just got home, uh, everybody's there, and you know how children are depending on their ages. Uh, mom, dad, I got this, 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 and that, and it can become overwhelming. And it, for some, it, some handle it better than others. And we're we're not knocking people who are, uh, need that transition time, but that's a part of self care. Understanding you need time, right? And you can't feel like you're cheating everybody by uh, addressing this. All right, I just got home. Can I take 30 minutes to kind of throw my feet up and do whatever it is I'm, I'm, I want to do before I shift gears into my second job, you know? Because, I mean, let's just be real. Uh, when you have children, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a reoccurring uh, job where you don't have many benefits. It's just a matter of you're trying to help these individuals grow in such a way that you you want to feel proud when they hit 18 and it's time for them to move out, right? So whether you force them out or they move out on their own and they, they kind of want to go down their own path. Uh, we, so we hope trade school, college, uh, if they're fortunate enough to land a, the, the dream job right out of high school, you know, the sky's the limit nowadays with kids because kids are better off than I was when I was a kid. There was no 
becoming a content cre creator and doing all these things and all these avenues to just to be able to earn money doing stuff you love. But that's beside the point. That's a that's a end goal when it comes to parenting. So how you get to that that place? You know what, mom and daddy, we need a lot of safe space and we need a lot of time for ourselves and for our partners. So this is very key, right? So let's just say we're going to switch gears over to the work environment, right? Because once you set those boundaries at home, you're going to start seeing, yeah, it might be tough in the beginning, but consistency is key when you bring on a new approach to your life and it involves others you're going to change certain behaviors and that that's going to impact the, your family all right so that's just one of those things you you want to strive for and then when it comes to the work environment how do you take self-care in the work environment depending on where you work at uh you know a lot of good employers, they allow you to take a 15-minute break every so often. So you might want to take that 15 minutes and actually do something productive or you want to uh, relax, go in the break room, read a book for, read a few pages in 15 minutes or listen to a podcast. Hopefully it's this one. Well, I mean, you just want to do something that's, that's going to stimulate your mind to the point where it gives you that reset. Because after doing, let's just say you're you're an auto worker, right? You're, you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And you need to break it, right? So take advantage of those breaks. And if you're in an environment where you're just working hard and then next thing you know it's lunchtime, um, what are you going to do in that hour? You want to find something to do. Uh, you you like in my work environment you start seeing because uh, we're we're separated into like teams right um, and you start seeing everybody walk out together you know uh, you end up walking around this um, pond you know uh, one of my 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 good buddies he's like because uh, last Friday it's like. Hey, man, won't you invite me out to walk, man? I, don't, I never went walking with you, you know? I don't even take a 15-minute uh, break or nothing. I just do my lunch break. We go work out, and that's about it. So uh, next time you do a walk, take me with you because I want to see what it is, you know? And we get out there, and he shows me, you know, the, the path. You know, he's like, yeah, typically takes about seven minutes. You know, you got the, you got the scenery here. There's this pond. Uh, there's a nice sidewalk. So you can just walk on it so you don't have to really worry about getting your shoes all jacked up or anything. So here, here is something you can do. And it helps, you know, break it up. It gives you that piece of, man, I'm out here in the atmosphere, you know. The sun is shining. I hear the animals. I hear the cars. These things become a little therapeutic release where... Now you feel at peace. So by the time you get down with your walk and you're going back into the office building or whatever your, your environment is, you're able to recenter yourself at work because 
I know it's hard for some people to break away from the work and they they feel like the job won't get done without them. If you're one of these people who think that you're robbing the company by taking a break, you're not. And that's something that's hard for a lot of people to understand, which is I have to take care of myself even at work because an employer would rather you not be a liability by taking that reset than have you do something. Because if you're in a dangerous environment where your thinking could be life and death for you or somebody else, you probably should take those moments to recenter yourself so that you don't make mistakes because there's environments out there where people can make mistakes and it could cost somebody. I mean, just just think about it. Um, you accidentally bill somebody twice for the same thing. You charge their card because I've had this happen even with Amazon, you know, and we all know how Amazon is king of the world where yeah, it'll happen. They'll charge you twice, you know, and then what, what happens in that situation? You might get a phone call from somebody who had their, their bank account overdrawn because of these charges, because you, you, you were uh, mentally exhausted and you started making mistakes. So now you put yourself in a situation where you got to deal with this angry person because you were the person that kind of messed up and they, they called and you answered, right? So now, because you didn't take 15 minutes, you literally just created 30 minutes to an hour problem that you're now doing and taking care of because you didn't take that time for yourself. You know, we all know the story of Tracy Morgan and what happened in his case where uh, the Walmart driver um, had to get from point A to point B and he sacrificed sleep. He didn't take care of himself and then that accident ended up costing people their lives. And it cost companies a lot of money to, to compensate those families. You know, so understanding where to draw the line at work is gonna be very vital to not just your work environment, but your home life because sometimes it gets hard and it's a hard transition to go from work and what you dealt with there and what you're dealing with at home. Because what I've learned, and I appreciate my work environment because I'm with like-minded people who understand, you know, we work hard and even though our job is available 24 hours a day, we kind of set those boundaries where after we leave, we can now leave that work in the hands of somebody else. Ideally, for what we do in logistics, you still want to have your hands on uh, portions of it, right? Because so, when you're dealing with your customers, your, 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 those who pay your bills, you still want to take care of them, but you also want to have those boundaries where you're not being needed when you're with your family. All right. That that takes that takes a level of not only commitment, 
but I, I should say um, resolve, right? So you should be able to communicate that with the individuals involved. Say, hey, you know, I know things are 24 hours around here. Uh, shoot me an email or shoot me a text if it's important. If it can't wait until in the morning, I'll I'll respond and I'll I'll deal with it ASAP. So uh, I would prefer that you shoot me an email first and then I'll get right on it. You know, that way you see the email come through, you can see how important it is. You're at home, you're with the family, your partner understands your line of work, they know. So if you have that boundary set, your partner knows if you have to do this, it's something important, right? Because you set that boundary with your partner to understand when I'm home, I'm home, but if I need to take something, it's very important. And your partner should uh, be in a place where they're like, okay, I understand. Because by setting those boundaries, this isn't something that happens daily, right? You're not sitting on your phone while you guys are eating dinner and doing work stuff. That's what we want to avoid. In some professions, you know, they take work home and they're always at, at work. So there, the work-life balance is kind of in the toilet, you know, and to each their own because we don't know what that person needs and what their goals are, right? Because everybody has a purpose. And how you get to point B can vary for every person. And then you want to get to point C and D. So what that looks like, it comes down to a matter of communicating with your partner, because we're going to assume in this case, these cases, you're in a work environment where you have someone. Because if you're single, uh, you're not really impacting anybody by, you know, picking up the phone. You're at home. It's 7 o'clock at night, and you're still working, all right? You're going to impact yourself, but that doesn't create a situation where now you're impeding time with someone else, all right? So you're more likely to be inclined to do so with some boundaries for yourself because at the end of the day, uh, you do need sleep. You do need to eat. And you might, I, I, I don't know what stage you are in your life, you know, whether you're college or you're, you're a law student or you're a lawyer or whatever the case may be, but you kind of want to set those boundaries because sometimes those habits translate over into relationships, right? So now you're with someone and you're still doing those same things and then now that person is saying you're not present, right? You're not available. We're spending time together. Yeah, you're sitting across from me, but you're on your tablet or your phone uh, doing something. So... In their minds, you're not mentally available. So whenever someone approaches you and they explain that to you, that's kind of what they're asking. They're asking you to put things away and carve out whatever time you can agree on. Maybe it's an hour, maybe it's two hours. Maybe you're just home. Maybe you're out on a date with this person and 
You just show them that respect, right? You, you get to this mutual understanding. Work is at work. Now this is something that we want. This is self-care for us, right? This is what I want. So be mindful of that. Some of the things you do for yourself can roll over into problems or it might be a benefit when you're with a partner. So understanding that self-care is going to help you uh, when those times come up because you'll be more understanding of what's being asked of you. And you can't take care of someone else if you can't take care of yourself. We all have to be mindful of that. You can't pour an empty glass into another empty glass and expect you both to hydrate. It's just not going to happen. So take care of yourself. Carve out time. Don't say you don't have time because if you strip away the time you spend on social media, sifting through emails, browsing web pages, when it comes to those devices, they tell you how much time you're spending on them. If you reallocate some of that time, you might be surprised what you're able to do daily, weekly, and monthly. All right? And it'll translate into something healthy at the end of the year. So manage your time. Understand where your time is going. See how much time you're spending on your chores. See how much time you're spending on your drive because you do have those obligations where you have to get in your car and and and, and go places. You know, a lot of people don't think about it. You know, if I take where I am, if I take, uh, I don't know, let's say Chinden to go to work, if I take that, I'm probably going to take a longer period of time because there's more traffic, way more traffic. Or if I'm driving during rush hour, right? Um, the roads are packed. But if I take Fairview and turn onto a side street and then pop onto U-Stick, there's not that. It's going to be some traffic. But it's not going to be as much during a period of time. So I'm most likely going to be able to leave and get to a place in a, in a, in a fairly good amount of time. So uh, those choices affect everything. Just like going to a store with a grocery list, right? You're, you're going to save yourself more time by doing it that way than actually just freestyle this. And, uh, okay, I just need to go get X, Y, Z. And then next thing you know, you're up in there uh, with a full basket of uh, groceries. So that could eat up your time. So there's only so much time in a day when you figure out what and how you're spending your time, you'll be able to know how to carve out time for yourself, right? And then from that, you carve out time for yourself. Then you guys, you guys will be able to carve out time for everybody else, right? Family, friends, children, coworkers, whatever you're trying to do in your life, this, this will help you uh, on that journey. Um, so 
remember, self-care starts with yourself. Nobody else can give it to you. Nobody else should want to take it away because it's a healthy thing. And in this day and age, we need self-care more than ever. So if you know you have a friend, your partner, if they're not looking out for themselves and doing healthy things to take care of their, their, their mind, body, and spirit, maybe have a talk. Maybe don't, don't, don't try to be forceful. You know, maybe just express, hey, you know what I like to do? I like to spend time uh, doing this by myself. And you don't really have to um, be overbearing about it. So be mindful of, of others, but also be willing to help. Because right now I'm looking at a stage in my life where I want to um, do volunteering more. There was a period of time where I did, and it was so rewarding to me. So I'm, I'm gearing up to start uh, volunteering my time to help others. Um, so I'll be working on that this week. Um, small wins. That's what I say. I'm all about the small wins. They'll lead up to big victories when it, when it's all said and done. So take care of yourself, people. Express it. Talk to your partners, your children. Get them on board. Do something healthy. Change the dynamic show others how to take care of themselves so when they get to a point it, it won't be as lopsided as it is today uh, in terms of interacting with other people so, so I'll leave you with this note just want you to ponder this thought if you weigh 99 pounds and you eat a pound of nachos, you are now 1% nacho. Have a good day.